Hello and welcome to another edition of the Go Play That podcast. My name is Rob Cook and I'm joined by Bob Marate. Good evening. And it's just the two of us for this one. Yep. Um, but we've got plenty of games to talk about, haven't we? Yeah, we do, we do. Um, let's first start off by recapping where we're at with MMO March. Mm-hmm. So we just passed through our third weekend I didn't really get a chance to play much. Yeah, me um, neither. This weekend was a bit hectic for me as well. Yeah. Um, what I did do is some more pickup groups with, I think it was with Hush and Earl. Um, maybe it was Stu and Earl. You know, those two kind of blend <laughs> together in my mind. <laughs> um, so we played with a random tank and that's not really much fun because you are kind of at the mercy of that tank and kind of chasing it around Um, i hate that i hate when when the tanks would just go around like straightforward and not regarding the rest of the group and then complaining that you're not keeping up with them yeah i hate it when that happens yeah that's kind of where my most negative wow experiences have come from playing with randoms and that's kind of similar to where my least favorite ex- experiences come from for most online interactions yeah <laughs> having to interact with people that um can freely abuse you um know that they're never going to speak to you again like it gives them it gives the wrong people that freedom to do whatever they want yeah it's like i can be addicted to this person because i'm never going to see it again exactly i hate that um so i'm looking forward to spending the last week which is um for us in madrid a kind of a bonus uh, bumper weekend with Easter we've got Thursday and Friday off mm. I know you don't have that same time off on your side we've got Friday and Monday instead for some reason oh okay so yeah okay. at least on Friday I'm pretty sure that we will be able to tag up and play something yeah. great yeah I think that's a three day on the trot that we can we can spend some significant time with we've got some plans um, we're floating around level 50 except for Tom, who's about 35. Mm-hmm. And um, level 55 is where some of the Burning Crusade content kicks in and we can start going to the Outlands. Yeah, right. And that's going to be interesting because the enemies are going to be different. The worlds are going to look going to look different. Uh, it's going to level us quicker, is what you've suggested might happen. Yeah, I think, uh, for what I see, I think the, the quests on the Burning Crusade actually give more experience than the vanilla ones. But then again, I'm talking pre-cataclysm, so I'm not really sure right. if this actually has been balanced as well. Sure. But it's definitely new content, it's definitely new areas, new enemies, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and I think maybe we can even dip into th- some of that before the weekend, with the possibility that we could even try our first raid. Um, I think... The name of the possible raid is Karazan. Karazan, yes. I think it's a 10-man raid. Yes, so that's going to be a bit of a recruitment drive on our part. Uh, We've got a few people that have signed up and been in the guild kind of since day one and haven't... um, We haven't spent much time with them playing together, mainly because... They've got um, their own agenda, I guess. They've Yeah, they're going at their own pace. They're in their own little groups and the sort of core go play that 
group has been playing together pretty regularly mm. and you can only get five people in and we can quite comfortably get five people together when we put our minds to it. So it'd be interesting to try and get 10. Uh, that would allow all of us in the core group as well as some additionals. Um, I guess we're going to have to get Tom up to speed. I think we can do that. You said your alternate character is at level 30. Yeah, it hit 30 just today. I think between yourself and Earl, uh, you could probably drag Tom up to within distance of us then picking him up with our main characters. That would be fun. Maybe. Let's try it out. Yeah. It depends on, on his availability and ours, I, I guess. Of course. So. But we'll, we'll we'll figure that out and yeah. uh, have plenty to talk about this time next week. Um, we'll already be in April, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, we'll be on, at the back end of the of the month and, and looking at summarizing our time with MMO March. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely looking forward to a, f- a bumper finale. Yep. Cool. Um, other than that, I've played some some other games, um, so I've got some stuff to talk about. I had a full week spending my mornings playing Counter-Strike Global Offensive yeah. CSGO. I've seen one of you, or a few of your streams, actually. Yeah, um, I've had fun with, with that. I've been joining random games and just trying to understand the different um, features and, and components of that game. It's quite complex, but the core is still Counter-Strike and it's something that I've I've played on and off for years. Uh, I really enjoy the core gameplay of the uh, the bomb defusal counter-terrorist uh, versus uh, counter-terrorist. Counter-terrorist? Is that what they're called? <laughs> yeah, counter-terrorists. Yeah. Sounded weird in my mouth. No, it's um, So, yeah, I've been playing some classic modes, been playing some of the modes that they added later from standard deathmatch to the arms race, which has you changing weapons as you level up in in a single match. Okay. Um, so you'll start with an SMG or a pistol, and then after getting a few kills, they'll instantly swap what's in your hand with something a bit better or a bit different. Oh, wow. And um, if you get... The aim of the game is, is the first of... The, the, the first team to have a player get a kill with a golden knife which requires you to get up close and personal and some of the later weapons are like sniper rifles or weapons that are hard to um get kills with at close range Mm -hmm. so there was a there was a match i played early on which had uh two people on the other team with uh golden knives and I managed to avoid getting killed by them several times by backpedaling (laughs) (laughs) frantically and uh, getting shots in at them Um, and eventually level to within striking distance of that last weapon and I'm looking forward to playing that game with with some of you guys I know that um, WoW has been taking a lot of our time this, this month but I'm looking forward to having a clear agenda to start doing some different kinds of streams. Yeah. I I've loved these two months of of having a specific event and I'm looking forward to whatever our next big event is. Um but I'd like to have the freedom to to try some different stuff and experiment. 
Yeah, sure. Uh, I don't know if you feel the same. I do, I do, yes. I, I really like to have these kind of events where we all coordinate and play together. I think it's definitely a very, very good way to, to spend our time and plan, if, and plan ourselves. Yeah. It's definitely uh, really exciting to have all of us a, a common goal. And Maggie is also really happy to join us. And, and I'm pretty sure that she will join us as well on the following event, whatever we do. Great, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that as well, if you do choose Counter-Strike, I will not be taking part. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't enjoy counter-strike very much i think it's very twitchy for me i think sure I'm, I'm not good at it but if we decide to go another way like i don't know maybe heroes of the storm or 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 i don't know uh overwatch is supposed to be sure. coming on on may so i'm definitely yeah. up for that oh you oh, oh great i wasn't sure if you were up for overwatch overwatch yes definitely i've played enough for so i know that i will enjoy the game yeah uh, i mean we talked about it a few weeks ago and mm -hmm. you were excited about it but you were saying like first-person games or, or, or fast reflex games you weren't you weren't sure about yeah because i'm really bad at them but i even though <laughs> even though i am bad at overwatch i i feel like i'm enjoying the game great so this is no, something I... that doesn't happen or that has never happened really on counter-strike or battlefield or something it was mostly yeah. frustration for me so okay overwatch is uh, pretty much the opposite even though i get killed even though i suck i find the game really uh, charming and fun and unique enough to to keep me entertained and interested in it great yeah no i think that will be one we'll stick with uh probably not make an event out of it i'm looking for i'm looking just just played and whenever we want and whenever we can i think yeah. it's just like we don't really have to planify a whole event for that it's just no games with go play that whenever yes yes and we'll probably do that for a for a while here until we can come up with some bright idea that brings us all together for some new unique challenge yeah. um, so yeah CSGO I'm going to continue playing it I know that Earl and Stu are going to jump on uh, probably sometime in April mm -hmm. for us to do some multiplayer streams um, but yeah it's been it's been a nice change of pace and by any chance I've did you did you continue playing the division yeah we need to get back on that. Yeah, exactly. Because um, I, I haven't played because I haven't seen you online at all. No, I've I've been more busy uh, this week and and I haven't played as much WoW as I as I could have. But um, basically, I'm going to spend a lot of time with WoW over the next few days, and then definitely want to get back to playing through the division. I think that's something that we could probably plan to play pretty much. Yeah. With each other th through the whole thing. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, no, that's that's not something I've dropped. I just haven't had the time for it, and I've definitely enjoyed my time uh, so far. But I mm -hmm. summarized my thoughts on that game with uh, Stu and Tom last week. Yes, let's yeah, just uh, so, forget about yeah. that. Then I just wanted to know if you were still into it. It's the no, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to our next session with that one. Cool. Um, I've been playing. I started Stardew Valley. Mm. I've got a. I've got a first impressions video up on our YouTube channel. But it's a pretty uneventful hour. Yeah, I mean <laughs> the first the first hour with with that game is me wandering around, figuring out what I need to do, and doing some character customization. Yeah, but it's a Harvest Moon alike. Yeah, that's what I hear, and I, I'm really looking forward to try it myself because it's getting so much praise. And I really enjoy games like Harvest Moon and uh, all these farm simulator things. Right. So Stardew Valley has definitely caught my attention. Yeah, I've um, only played Animal Crossing, if we're talking about yeah. similar games, and that's not really 
everything that game's doing but there are there's a calendar in that game it's a good there's approach there's a day night cycle yeah. yeah there are events specific to days festivals birthdays neighbours I think and, and of course like a bit of farming but there's way more farming in Stardew Valley than there ever was in Animal Crossing mm-hmm. it's it's caught my attention as something that I want to stick with firstly because I did enjoy that first hour even though it may not look like it and um it's another game it's another kind of game that I've never really played before and I really enjoy that out of the 4 in February stuff we've been doing with having a game on my challenge list this this year round it was XCOM mm-hmm. a, a genre that I don't have experience with and ended up really enjoying and wanting more out of so my plan with this game and it will be for you guys to <laughs> see that I stick to it <laughs> Is I'm is I'm going to be playing it in my own time offline, here and there, and I'm planning to do regular check-ins. I don't know if that's weekly or something a bit longer term, wow. where I spend an hour streaming, showing showing off my progress with the game. Yeah, I don't, how I don't know how is slow looking. it is to be honest, or how fast it is. So, I think you could spend a lot of time with that game, and I don't know how. Yeah, I I I imagine that I could probably get into it and play several hours at a time and then have enough progress that I could do a hour streamed to show where I am. Mm-hmm. But um, I, th- I want that to be something that I come back to regularly. Okay. Mm. I look forward to hear your impressions on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just not sure. Uh, what to expect. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's just something completely different for me. Yeah, well, and and that in itself is something very exciting. Those are the best experiences, yes. Yes, when you totally. Don't really know exactly what you're where you're in for. Yeah, exactly. Um, other than that, not been playing anything else. I wanted to hear from from you if you've been playing anything uh, in this last week or two. Yeah, actually, as a matter of fact, I have. I've been other than World of Warcraft, of course. I made the the huge mistake of uh, starting a visual novel with Maggie. And one, <laughs> one that I really, really wanted her to play. She okay. wouldn't she wouldn't do it. And I thought like, okay, let's let's just plug in the PlayStation TV. We're gonna play it there. We're gonna play it on the TV. Ah. And all of this was uh, because recently it was announced that on June the third entry of the Zero Escape series would come out. Right, so yes, of course. I'm really, really looking forward to it because I enjoyed Virtue's Last Reward so much mm. that I could not wait for the idea that, that that it would come out now in June. So I told Maggie, you haven't played Virtue's Last Reward, we're going to do it now. And uh, where's the mistake, you would say? <laughs> because <laughs> now she won't let me play anything else. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> So, so, so yeah, she likes the game so much. She's so enthralled by by the story. She's so absorbed by it that mm-hmm. every day I I'm like, okay, let's play some WoW or something. And she's like, but but I want to play Virtues Last Reward. <laughs> and and we continue with the story. I mean, it's just that uh, in this this genre in, par- in particular, the visual novel one, mm-hmm. it's not one that I have uh, tapped in so much. At least okay. not very. Not as actively as you would say, I play action games every month or whatever. Sure, but yeah. yeah. Visual novels I have, I think I can play, uh, the ones that I play, I can count them with my hands. 
Mm-hmm. From the top of my head, I can think of uh, the Phoenix Ride series, which could be even cataloged as a point-and-click adventure. Sure. Or yeah. uh, the Hotel Dusk series, or, you know, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, another code <laughs> on the on the DS. Fi- okay, yeah. That's so old. I have not played Danganronpa, but I really want to. Ooh, yep. Exactly. So, so, so there's that. And uh, seeing that we are enjoying the, enjoying it so much, uh, I yesterday, in fact, I purchased Steins Gate for the PlayStation Three. Do you know about that okay. game? Okay, no, no, I've never heard of that one. So yeah, Steins Gate apparently is a really popular and and critically acclaimed visual novel. Okay, which is all about time travel, and uh, it's about some some. Uh, I'm not sure if they're teenagers or just young adult guys, scientists and stuff, that they manage to. Uh, find a way to send things to the past and to the future, like messages or items or stuff like that. And from then on, the story just gets more complicated. And I don't know anything about that either, about exactly how complicated it gets, but I know that it. everyone who has played it was really, really into it and has really very good things to talk about. So as soon as I finish with Virtual Last Reward, I definitely will give it a try. Yeah, And maybe I can talk about it some other day. But, no, that'd be great. But, yeah, but it's looking really good, and uh, and I would like to talk a little bit more about uh, this this visual visual novel genre. You know, because mm-hmm. because yeah. uh, this genre is super popular in Japan. I mean, you would get a visual novel every week, every month. You would get several. Yeah, it's crazy. It's the, insane. The, yeah, the number of of different. I mean, they have so much reference material to go from, and and not just like that you've got so many original games like original stories yeah it's great and and a lot of them are fantastic my only history with it is from last year's 4IF with with Danganronpa which uh, Earl is talking about and I've been catching up with him on our on our morning Mixler Mm -hmm. and he's loving the game he's he was itching today to get back to it and um I sim- like I completely sympathize it's I really enjoyed it last year and it's among one of my favorite games of all time mm-hmm. and and just to sort of jump in here is uh the second one is releasing on Steam on the 18th of April. Oh okay so um, yeah that's Yeah what it so was. I tried playing that game uh in March 2015 just after playing through the first one and it was a bit of an overload for me because yeah, too much of the same yeah, visual novels are all about the story and the characters and yeah. the setup and and the way that it plays out. And playing two directly after one of any v- visual novel, uh, visual novel, <laughs> visual novel, visual novel, <laughs> visual novel is my favourite character. Um, <laughs> playing any visual novel series back to back probably isn't going to do a service to each of those games. They need their breathing room, I, I, are, I'd imagine. They can be very dense sometimes, yes. Yes. And you may need some time to take a breather. Exactly. So I think now is the time, a year out. I have I, I tried to pick it up more recently, but again, I just didn't stick with it. Uh, it being on PC and giving me the chance to easily stream it, that's definitely something I'm going to be doing. Mm. I'm I'm actually interested to hear that because do you think that visual novels are a stream worthy kind of game? It's it's um I'm in two minds about it for sure because on one hand if you do like visual novel games you would you probably like to don't want to watch yeah well you you probably don't want to watch it because you want to experience yourself hmm. but then there are people that 
play so many of them and haven't played this one that it's going to introduce them to another series. Hmm. And actually, the potential target audience for this for this stream series would be people that don't know anything about the genre. Yeah. Um, I guess there's a bit of a hiccup to that in that this is the second in a series and there's a bit of... Um, a bit of knowledge that the game's expecting you to have to some extent. Like, I don't think they're really planning for many people to play the sequel to this game and not have a, not have played the first. But um, at the very least, I'm going to start a series and if it makes sense to continue and, and stream my whole playthrough online, mm-hmm. that's what I'll do. Okay. But I, I do want to take this moment to celebrate the genre yeah. with you. Uh, you, you were going to speak more to it and i think yeah it's a, it's a great genre it's it's not something people think about um out in in the west certainly not in in europe yeah but and that is exactly what what really puzzles me you know because mm. uh, i mean it, we already established that in japan there are so many of them but to the west it reaches a maybe we can we get like 0.3% of those games perhaps yeah and yeah. Uh, and wh- why do you think that would be i mean it's not like westerners are not really interested in very narrative experiences or very story driven things but why th- is exactly uh, I, not that th- not that popular here right Don't i'm not sure i think that when you think of it as which platform it kind of makes sense on mm-hmm. you can see it being on a Sony platform, a very Japanese platform, you could see it being on a handheld because it doesn't require the graphical fidelity. But 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 here's here's the kicker: most of these novels are actually PC games. Yeah, and then well, then there's also PC, which doesn't really have. You don't really have to go through a long process to get it out onto any of these sort of services. Whereas you think of you think of the average gamer in the west and i kind of think of a console player yeah and they're playing action games they're playing racing games they're playing shooters they're playing online and if they're playing a story game they're probably playing something more like uncharted or i don't know i'm probably stereotyping and and that's not great but but yeah i don't i don't see the way that they're wacky and very japanese is also kind of a barrier it the way the games look and even the name of the genre is going to put people off this begs the question though i mean this begs the question do you think if there were more or if they had been more virtual novels around do you think this stereotype could could have been maybe changed i think maybe but there's not much we can do about that of course i mean it's all in the past now but. but i i would like to spend more time um, recommending good visual novels that are easily available to to Europe and and to the US and and to the kind of people that are gonna gonna listen to to the podcast and 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 read the website. I think that's something that's worth doing. Mm-hmm. I think between yourself, Earl and and I, yeah, we ha- we are fans of the genre. Oh yes, whether whether we're seasoned or not. Um, I've got enough experience with the genre and Phoenix Wright is kind of the biggest and I know you said it can be seen as a point and click game but there's plenty of visual novelry yes definitely yes you can deny that and you can't yeah and I think that there are plenty of good games out there that we should be 
we should be highlighting to people Danganronpa being being one of the biggest for me. Mm. For starters, I would recommend you, if you did enjoy Danganronpa, you should give a look to the Zero Escape series. Yeah, I've heard of it and, and just haven't taken the time. I've actually got it. I think I got it You've got, from a PS Plus right. month You or may something. have I've, Virtual's Last Reward from PS Plus, which is how I got introduced to the series. But this is actually the second game of, of a trilogy. Is it? Yeah. Is 999 one of them? Correct. That would be the first one. Uh-huh. 999 is the first uh, game of the Zero Escape series. Yeah. And uh, even it's a pretty rare game to get right now on the DS. Okay. But there is an HD version on the iPad, which pretty much takes out the puzzles and leaves only the visual novel part in. I saw that. What do you think about that? I think, personally, I think I welcome this because uh, one of the things that I, uh, one of the bits of feedback that I have about Virtuous Last Reward is that I like the puzzles. Mm-hmm. But I think there is like a wall. These puzzles are actually a wall between me and what's happening in the story. Sure. So I'm playing Virtual Last Reward and I'm like engrossed by the story and I'm interested in what's going to happen next. And then suddenly, bam, you have a puzzle and you get stuck in that puzzle for, a, for an hour, two hours or something. You, yeah. And you kind of lose track of what's happening. Sure. So, and then when you get back to the story, it's like, what's been going on? I mean, you, you do get back what's going on and you do get uh, on track, you know? Okay. But it's like, I want to know what happens now. I mean, yeah. you're kind of yeah. delaying me from, from, from the story. So I think one th- the thing that is different with the puzzles, mm-hmm. quote unquote, in, in Danganronpa is that there's a Phoenix Wright-like element where you are pulling together... Um, some ideas of of who the murderer is, and then you're actually looking to execute that uh, result in a courtroom. Yeah, and it's driving the story forward, even when you're working on puzzles. There's never a point where you need to stop and work on a puzzle that has no impact on the development of the story. Mm-hmm. the The whole game is is driving forward. Uh, towards a conclusion, a very, like a very good story throughout. Oh, that's and nice. At no, at no point when you're going through the more gameplay f- heavy elements of the game, do you feel like it's a waste of your time, or you're you're sort of being side like sidled with something that that uh, isn't driving you forward. Yeah. This- um, so, but but back to the the iPad version of 999 not having the puzzle elements yeah i kind of wish there was the option yes exactly i mean that would be the optimal thing if you had the option like turn off the puzzles or still play them yeah because it um, just um, it makes me feel like that's not the ultimate version it's not the true real version of the game yeah and i'm all i'm all for giving people the option to not do the the puzzles Mm -hmm. it's like similar to uh, if they if you get given an easy mode in a traditionally hard game, absolutely fine. I'm not going to use it, but it's but good that it's, it's there. a way to get other people to play. It, exactly, mm-hmm. other people are going to have a have their own experience with this game where they may have not had any experience with it because they were turned off by something. Um, but yeah, I think taking them out completely is maybe a, a, a step too far. I don't think it was um, done with that intention, you know? I think okay. they took out the puzzles on the iPad version to make it cheaper and lighter. 
because mm. if you actually included the puzzles in there, you would need to already include like 3D models and whatever ah, of the rooms they okay. are and stuff. And I'm thinking that they took out that functionality entirely to leave only the story in and only for the purpose of catching up and see what, what the fuzz is about. Okay, so I think that might be the, the version I should go with then because I should play that, play the visual novel, like pure version of that and then catch up to playing through VLR. I mean... Uh, you can still play VLR without playing 999. Okay. But if you do play 999 before, you will get mm-hmm. some details that you would otherwise miss. Well, it's all, um, is there also a case to be made that if I played VLR first, it might be difficult to go to 999? No, not at all. I think you can, oh, okay. you can, you can easily go to VLR and then go back to 999, which is exactly what I did. So, oh, okay. It works so fine. So, you're happy. You're happy with that order for yourself then. i'm happy with that i think even even though it's uh the second part of the series it, it works very well as a standalone game yeah and as a standalone story and of course it has knots and it has like links to uh, 999 but they all the game always takes for granted that you have never played 999 okay so everything you need to know is explained and everything that may be spoilery it's mentioned but little more okay so okay so there you go I would still recommend you play VLR before. Okay, cool. And um, you're saying the third one is out in June? In June, yes, for 3DS and Vita. Ooh, nice, and, okay. And I think it's called uh, Zero Escape Dilemma or something like that. Okay, cool. But yeah, it, was, it was announced, I think it was last week, that it's coming finally out on, on June. And uh, this promises to be a bit more... Um, how do you call it? Uh the the situations and the puzzles are apparently time relevant and uh, randomized on the outcome. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you would encounter an, a scenario. This is just a, a theory, all right? But yeah. they've explained that you may have a scenario like the ones you would encounter on the Saw movies. You know, where you're uh, uh, you're okay. given the chance of um, you have you have a gun, a revolver that has three bullets and three blanks. And it's uh, it's pointing to a person that is currently tied on a chair. And the mm-hmm. other person, there is another person on the same room that is uh, currently put in a, in a microwave machine or something. So you have three minutes to decide whether you want to shoot this person that is on the chair or let the other one run uh, burn. Mm-hmm. If you shoot the person that is on the chair and it's blank, that's all right. You save them both. Yeah, but it may be that you actually shoot the person that is on the chair and you kill him. Mm-hmm. So this the story would change completely. That's what they oh, said. Oh wow! At least. Yeah, so, I see. So yeah, 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 the impact may be huge, and I don't know exactly how they're going to play with the with the player and with the characters the the way they've done on the other two games. But I'm really looking forward to find out. Yeah did you did you come up with that scenario on your own just now? No, it was it was the same. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it it kind of scares me a little bit that I would, but yeah. <laughs> But no, no, this is the explanation that the game director gave on the GDC last week. Ah, oh, okay, okay, great. So I don't know if it's an actual scenario of the game or not, but it's uh, one of these kind of games. Okay, cool. So yeah, it's, it's looking forward to, to see Virtuous, not Virtuous, but Zero Escape 3. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anything else that you've been playing or that you're looking forward to in the near future. Yeah, I mean, uh, this week as well, I've been playing a little bit of Pokken. Oh, Pokken Tournament. Pokken Tournament, okay. yes. I'm really bad at it, as expected. <laughs> but but I still had fun with it. Uh, mostly I played with, with Maggie, some local games. Okay. 
Um, uh, seems, uh, it's it's a little a bit question. more complicated. Uh, go ahead. How, how does the multiplayer work? Do you have one person on the gamepad and one on the TV? Yeah, and it's mandatory. So uh, okay. So that's the thing. Uh, since the the perspective is already changing between three D movement and two D movement all the time, yeah. Uh, one of the players has to be always on the gamepad and always looking at the gamepad, and the other person plays on the TV. Yeah, so you so your character's near the screen, yes. nearer nearer the perspective. Okay. Yep, so always. this is a this is a fighting game. It is. Yes. And it's a one-on-one fighting game pretty much like uh Tekken would be except sure. for the 3D movement phases. So, uh the way it works is that uh when when the fight starts, you're on uh, I think it's called I, I forgot the name of the phase, but yeah, let's call it 3D movement phase. Um and uh when when certain attacks connect, these attacks deal massive damage and it changes the phase. So it turns into dual phase, which is one versus one, two D movement, like okay, the perspective so sort of, that you're you're already used to. Sure. The game the game still looks three D. It doesn't move the camera to be on the side, right? Right. It, I mean, but, um, no, but not really. Actually, be, it does move the camera to the side. So so you would get like. A uh, one-on-one fight, like, more like a traditional fighting like a game, kind Street of thing. Fighter or Tekken regular fight. Yes, got it, got it. Okay. So, uh, in this mode, in dual phase, uh, your attacks and your opponents deal more damage, so it's more uh, action-oriented. Mm-hmm. And uh, as well, another, if if certain attacks connect to the opponent or something, it will change back into the three D movement, where it turns a little bit more strategic. You know. Okay. Okay. But um, I'm actually currently, as we speak, I'm currently rendering a video that I may upload to YouTube for of my first impressions on the game. Okay. And I played a few uh, online games. Let's see if I can get it up uh, tonight. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we will see. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, but uh, so far, what I say is that for a Pokemon game and for a fighting game, I'm having fun with it. I'm pretty sure that I will not last very long on online fights. Sure. Because I'm not a competitive person in this regard. But it's still definitely worth uh worth playing at least. Even if okay. if, if you're not gonna buy it, at least play in and see if you like it, I definitely would recommend it. Okay. Um so have they said anything about how they're gonna support this game going forward? Uh in terms of DLC and stuff, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't think they have said anything, no. Okay, because obviously they've got plenty of room for <laughs> for more characters. I think there are sixteen fighters, but then you also have uh, your backup. Yes, um, this is something that really bothers me. You know, because there's I think there's sixteen characters as you mentioned. Yeah, there's seven hundred and more Pokemon to choose from, <laughs> and Pikachu's in there twice. <laughs> so there's two variants of Pikachu to choose from. Yeah. While you have seven freaking hundred Pokemon to choose, <laughs> but yeah, okay, I, I will give I them. Th- that. I guess they really, really wanted to put in that uh, Mexican wrestling version, <laughs> and and also couldn't find a good reason to not have the standard version. <laughs> yeah. As a bit of trivia, though, I mean the the Pikachu with the Mexican lucha libre mask. Yeah, it's the female version of Pikachu. Ah, so the regular Pikachu is male. The Pikachu libre, which is how it's called. It's a female version. That's mm. very small distinction, but it's kind of neat. So there are actually fourteen hundred if you count ju- uh, gender. Yes, and if you actually uh, add the the shiny variant, just imagine. Oh yeah, of course. So yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, I don't know if there are plans to include more characters via DLC or not. 
I know right. that um, the game has certain Amiibo compatibility, but I don't know what it does yet because I haven't had the chance to try it. Okay. So maybe they will get some customization options or extra Amiibos for the game? Maybe? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Not sure. Have you got a favorite character so far? Um, not really, but the ones... Because I haven't tried them all, you know? But okay. one of my favorites so far is Charizard. Because yeah. because it's a really big character, really powerful character. He's slow, but every hit he makes, it does count. So, uh, not so much of a technique player myself, and uh, I'm not the kind of mash-button person in order to play a speed character. So, I think... Right. Characters with high power are definitely my my kind so far. Sure, but I like the variety though. I mean, I've tried um, maybe from the sixteen there are I've tried ten, uh-huh. and uh, I'm really liking that each one of them has a very unique play style and a very unique move set and their combos, their connections and stuff, which is which is great. I mean, it definitely makes it a very good fighting game on its own even if it wasn't pokemon you know sure yeah but yeah uh coming back to the support characters uh uh-huh. you are given six by default in th- in three sets of two each okay and i know that there are a, a lot more to unlock but so that they count as a special move or like a use of a special meter or something yeah they use a special meter it fills in when you're playing the game over time like over mm. the round okay. and then uh, whenever it's full you just press the assist button and you call it so you will need you are you are giving um, two pokemon to choose from so you will need to to uh, select a set of two and before the round starts you have to decide which one of the two is going to be your assist sure and until the round ends you will not be able to change it but um each one of them has a different uh, let's say functionality. Some of them are support characters that make you deal more damage or heal you some HP or something. Uh, and some of them do a random attack. It depends on your playstyle. Okay, I, I see, I see. But you cannot really combine them at will. You know, they're always defined in sets of two. So you can t- you can take for a, for example uh, Lapras and some other one, and you take Eevee and some other one. But they're always predefined. Okay. Oh, so I thought they all did attacks, but some of them give you buffs then? Yeah, some of them give you buffs, indeed. Uh, okay, all right. So they have these, um, this variety factor in. And I've seen a few, and I played a few online matches, and I've definitely seen a few uh, support Pokemons that I have never seen before. So I wonder yeah, exactly how many. chances are you're going to see one that you haven't seen before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it wonders, uh, it wonders, it makes me wonder exactly how many of them I have to unlock and right, how many yeah. are there to unlock. Yeah, yeah. I, I imagine that not all 700 of them are going to be in, but mm. I'm counting at least maybe like 15 to 20 sets, perhaps. Oh, well, we'll figure mm. it out. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to stick with it for a bit? I'm going to stay with it for a bit, yes. I mean, even if I don't play online or if I just... Uh, there is a story mode, so I may start... Might as well fr- start from it. Sure, and of course, yeah. Someday, maybe I would just take the plunge and go to the training mode and start training my technique for combos, which is pretty much where <laughs> I suck at. And, um, yeah, my, my reflex, my, my let's say my reflexes in these kind of games are not the best, so <laughs> human opponents can always tell what I'm going to do, but <laughs> I need to train that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so far, okay. yeah. Cool. 
Sounds like you've had a, a busy few weeks then. Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. But yeah, mostly uh, the week can be summarized in WoW, Pokémon, and Virtual Slash Reward. It's a well-rounded uh, group of games you got there. Oh yeah, yes indeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, other than other than playing WoW this coming weekend, there's a there's a a big release for me. And I think for you as well, out on Friday, and <laughs> of course, yeah, Trackmania Turbo oh, yes. is out this Friday for PS4, X1, and PC, and it's it will be the first one I get since Trackmania Two Canyon, which was the first Trackmania Two. Yes, um, I know Earl has been with the series and stuck with it um, through most of the recent more recent releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what your history with the series is. I also lost track of Trackmania. Uh, <laughs> I, I, lost, I lost track of it also with Canyon. Uh, okay. That was the last one that I played as well. But the videos that I've been seeing about Turbo and the presentation, I attended Gamescom last year and there was a Trackmania Turbo presentation and it was gorgeous. Mm. It made me want the game so bad. So I'm really, really looking forward for Trackmania Turbo to come out and definitely make some some nice, uh, nice stages, perhaps, and maybe yeah. playing some more. I don't know. I mean, so I played the beta. There's a beta up um, for Turbo. Maybe yeah. There's a there's a Turbo beta that's only on console. Oh, it's it's available for everyone. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's going to be available by the time this podcast goes up. Um, I'd be surprised, <laughs> but I've I played through the the content that was available, which is the the pre, some of the preset levels they've made, and and they go they go through each of the four um, level types. There's three diff- there's four different um, stages. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the roll. There's a new one roller coaster. Um, themed uh there's the canyon one the stadium one and another one oh dear so it's actually um, gonna gonna include some some tracks from previous games then it will be the three locations that they did for Trackmania mania 2 and a th- and a th- and a fourth one um the roller coaster one oh, cool. so it will use some of the themes that they've used before but in a new way the game looks great runs really well even on on consoles i think i was playing on x1 actually um i haven't played any online and i've not read much about the game i'm kind of looking to to you really if you know more about it but what i have read that concerns me is that there's no private servers honestly i don't know i can't really say okay. i haven't really played uh, trackmania uh, turbo at all in this regard and all i know is what I've seen from previous presentations and videos and and such, but I guess sure. we will find out on Friday. I'm definitely gonna get it on PC, yeah. And that's the main platform I'm gonna be playing in, so uh, I can tell you as soon as then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, the Trackmania beta's down already, by the way. Oh, so, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we got the hope, the, your hopes up. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but it will be out in two days. Yeah, it's or, or much. out already if you listen to this after after we go up um yeah i guess we'll have more thoughts on that next week i'm looking i'm looking forward to seeing what the community comes up with because the trackmania community is crazy yeah they make um, some really great stuff um and at, at the very least there will be the custom 
tracks that will get made that will have you having to make like pixel perfect maneuvers through crazy crazy loops and jumps and and twists and and anti-gravity death-defying stunts um and yeah that game is super unique we'll we'll for sure have some video content going up um very soon probably live streams Um, as well definitely absolutely uh i don't really want to talk too much more about it at this point but that is kind of the game that's on everyone's minds uh on our side right now yep um i think we might call it there what do you think i think it's good yeah yeah no we've been talking about a lot of different games um we'll have the names of them in the description if any of them took your fancy Mm -hmm. uh and look for some trackmania turbo coverage coming your way from go play that Twitch. Yeah, Twitch. Uh, you can find details for, for wherever you, you want to get to us at uh, goplaythat.com. And that's going to do it. Yep. Uh, until next week, or if you catch us live, See uh, you that's going to be goodbye. Just make sure to say, hey, I listened to your podcast and you sent me here. So we know that you listened. Yes, that'll be it. <laughs> <laughs> See you right, there. Cheers. Cheers, Bob. See ya. <laughs> Yeah.